Hi everyone, um, it's Jessica here from Grad Cracker. Um, so today um, I'm going to be talking to three engineers from Network Rail and they're going to tell us a little bit more about what life is like as a graduate here at Network Rail and also uh, the experiences and the things that they've learned along the way and also some hints and tips on maybe what they would tell their younger self going through the process. Um, so. Michael, if you'd like to start, if you can maybe work around the table um, to introduce yourself, uh, if you could tell me a bit about where you studied um, and why you're interested in Network Rail. Yeah, so Michael Magbor, I um, studied electrical engineering at the University of Liverpool and um, Network Rail was one of those companies that was always, always visible to me and I looked at the engineering that they do, you know, the heavy railway engineering, that was something that attracted me. And um, you know, electrification is quite um, on the forefront of things that Network Rail are trying to achieve on the um, network. So that was something that I wanted to be a part of. And thanks, Omar. Yeah, so um, I'm Omar Rizwani. Um, I studied mechanical engineering at Brighton University. I didn't initially go into engineering. I became a maths teacher, but um, later on I decided to <coughs> do engineering. And Network Rail, because obviously it's all over the UK, it manages so much infrastructure, there's so much opportunity, and that's why I applied for Network Rail and luckily got into Network Rail. Um, I'm Hamza, I'm from Edinburgh, I studied at the University of Edinburgh and studied uh, mechanical engineering. Um, and I thought it'd be a good idea to apply to Network Rail because of like the huge responsibility the company has in terms of you know safely transporting the passengers, transporting freight up and down the country, just keeping the you know the economy going. So I thought it'd be good to be a part of that. Brilliant. And um, so going back to you then, Michael, um, could you just tell me a bit about the project that you're currently working on, and um, maybe some things that you've learned along the way since you've been on that project? Right, so at the moment, I'm based at um, Rainspark, doing some maintenance with the team there. So one of the projects that I'm a part of at the moment is looking at some surge arresters that have blown. So um, we've had a problem where some of these surge arresters are blowing and then we're carrying out some analysis onto why this is happening okay. and, and more frequently than is natural. Right. So um, rather than going with your typical um, just measure everything approach, we thought that I would take some thermal images just to look at the some surge arresters whilst in operation right. and hopefully um, build up some sort of database mm -hmm. of images of yeah. surgery in operation and carry out some comparative analysis and decide whether you know it's functioning the way it's supposed to or whether the, the, there's something wrong with it. Brilliant. And how's it going? Is it um, yeah, the um, it's, it's quite a tough one because um, I'm still building up the, the um, collection of images because obviously you need images to compare yeah. it to. Sure. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a challenge because it's not something that has been done before and as part of the railway network electrification but hopefully uh, i think I'll, I'll get it done and whereabouts are you doing that uh, rains park um, ecr which is in um, south london region okay so if you could just tell me um what is you know what was your so day like yesterday give me an example of what what your typical day looks like so typically I'll come in to Rains Park and um, you know have your tea and coffee on that and then 
go out with the tech team out onto a substation mm -hmm. and then we'll carry either some routine maintenance on the substation just check that everything's operating the way it should be yeah or some occasionally there'll be some unexpected fault that we get called out to right and then we'll have a look at you know what's caused the fault mm -hmm. that, what what we can do to rectify it yeah. and to bring the system system back up and run it again and um Obviously, you do get the down days where you're just in the office doing some paperwork, you know, carrying out research and reading up on standards and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But typically, it's a mixture of both. So it's not, it doesn't sound like every day is the same then? No, it's, every day is very different at Rains Park. You, know, you can get days where you have faults occurring you know, out of here, there, everywhere. And you'll get days where everything's just running completely smooth. Mm -hmm. So you just take it as it comes. Brilliant. So Omar, I'm going to ask you a similar question. If you tell me a bit about the project that you're on currently and the the day in the life of Omar. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm currently at Tottenham uh, Maintenance Depot, which is in North London, and I'm working on, um, for example, because when it gets hot, the rail expands. Okay. So it's about managing rail temperatures in hot weather. And what, what I do normally uh, in a normal day, go into the office and in the morning probably have a meeting, mm -hmm. discuss um, certain areas where the rail temperature is really high. Um, sometimes then we'd send out teams, so I'd allocate a certain teams to certain patches just to monitor the rail and take temperatures. So interrupting, so do you not go out as much? Are you more office based? Or? Oh no, it, it varies. So sometimes I'm out all the time, okay. sometimes out, I'm always in the office. Right. Uh, it can be at night, day, so any, okay. any time of the day. Right. Um, and I think Network Rail offers that flexibility where you can actually do work and you actually actually sort of make the scheme your own mm -hmm. um, so it's just about um, the project I'm on um, making sure that the rail doesn't get too hot right. or, or even too cold during right. the night as well brilliant yeah. okay so with all this rain we've had then does, has that been affecting your your, pro your current projects um, there are certain places where um, tra um, tracks have been flooded but right. luckily not on my patch okay. so far but I'm sure other places it does does affect the uh, Mm -hmm. sort of maintenance schedule quite mm -hmm. a lot so Definitely. there is a lot of work that needs to go into it to reschedule so can imagine then it, very similar to michael every day is different exactly yeah yeah i completely agree hamza i've got again similar question what current project are you currently on the yeah um so um i'm also based at rains park along with michael okay um, although he's the electrical engineering graduate there i'm the mechanical so i look right. at more mechanical aspects um of you know equipment and devices Okay. Um, so one project I've just started um, undertaking is um, looking at kind of redeveloping or finding a solution to the station buffer stop, mm -hmm. which is a device that uh, is used to kind of stop the trains uh, when once they've reached the right the actual the, the platform, the platform yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so one problem that's developed is um, they use water as kind of like a, a buffer um, or fluid. So that is actually being so if you look at the way like a piston works. Um, once it goes in, the water is being forced out and it's leaking, so right. it's leaking. So I need to find a way to either solve that solution or kind of come up with a, a, a better way of having a buffer stop, like a complete redesign. Right, okay. Yeah. So is, that sounds you know, quite a big responsibility. You know, yeah. If you're, a train's coming to a platform at a certain speed, yeah. you want to make, you're, you're stops to make sure time. that the yeah. buffer stop is working. Exactly. So how many people are on your team? Is it, can you, well, I guess I'm trying to say, mm -hmm. How many people are on your team? Is it a small team? And I get that's a lot of responsibility quite early on. It is, it yeah, is. Okay. Um, the thing is there's always kind of um, inefficiencies to be looked at mm. here and there. Um, and I think there's um, another uh, minor uh, problem where there's like um, 
they, they should have closed like um, a, a gas supply, which it has been closed. Um, but if if there is a trespasser and whatnot, they could easily tap into it mm -hmm. um, somehow, some way. But there's always inefficiencies to look at, right. um, and it's difficult to have kind of like a team on board because people are looking at different things, and it's all about being safety critical. Of course, yeah. Um, so to have sometimes a team with you, it can be good, mm -hmm. um, but sometimes. Um, you just gotta work on things by yourself yeah. and just really get it get it done. Yeah. Do you find that um, this kind of goes out to all of you, but um, the the knowledge and the the experience that you gained over you being at university, do you refer back to that work a lot, or do you find that you know now you're in working life, um, is it completely different? There are aspects that we do refer back to, is that? Um, but it, this is a process of learning as well, yeah. just as it is a process of applying that knowledge that we sought out and learned back at university, Yeah. Um, so it's a, bit, it's a bit of both really. So those kind of key modules then, you definitely yes. still refer back yeah. to those? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. I feel like um, at uni, the courses, whether it's mechanical or engineering, they tend to be quite broad, mm. unless you're doing something very railway specific. Yeah. So there's going to be a you get some core modules that you're going to be using day to day with your technical challenges mm -hmm. at Network Row. But you, there, are, there are going to be things that you're not going to use quite as often, but you can still draw you know, some learning points from those modules yeah. as well and apply okay. it to a different scenario. Brilliant, that's good. Um, so, going back to kind of your your first experience then with Network Rail, obviously going through the applica application process. Um, how did you find out about Network Rail and um, you know what was the kind of application process like? For me, Network Rail is, um, is one of the companies that I was, I've always been aware of and it was always um, top of my list of companies that I want to work for as an engineer. Mm -hmm. So um, it wasn't it wasn't a case of uh, you know finding out about Network Rail like you would with the smaller companies. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, Gradcracker was obviously one of the the places where it was advertised yeah. the role for electrical engineers so mm -hmm. as I saw the role I was quite happy with it because Network Road is um, one of those companies that you do want to work for. So can I ask was it um, a, the general graduate programme what, what was what exactly it was the, the was um, electrical to? engineering was it? Yeah, okay, graduate, brilliant. Pro graduate programme yeah. on Gradcracker so I found that on Gradcracker applied through Gradcracker and um, which obviously takes you to the Network Road portal mm -hmm. and then you complete the application and then you go on to do the video interview and the um, the um, on psychometric test. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, all in all, quite a straightforward process. Yeah. You know, just to Did you find it nerve-wracking? Of course, the video interview is quite it's quite awkward because you don't have that other person yeah. on the other side to mm -hmm. give you that um, you know the facial cues, all those kind of yeah. things. But I think it's it okay. So did you have to say do a talk? Was it so? How long was it? What was it about yourself? Yeah. You um. You get, I'm, I'm not sure what it was like for you guys, but you get um, about five minutes or so to answer the questions, or three minutes or so. They ask you the question, and then, so it was about a year ago, so I'm trying to Yeah, no worries. <laughs> but um, they ask you a question, and you read the question, I think you get 45 seconds to read it. And yeah. Something like three minutes to formulate your mm -hmm. answer. But um, of course, it's important to be quite prepared, because class, yeah. you know, these are, more or less typical interview questions so it's quite easy to prepare and make sure you have good answers mm -hmm. from drawing from experiences whether that's your uni experiences or experiences from your in industrial experience yeah sure. just to formulate an answer and carry out your research on the company that you want to work for and yeah research is yeah, key there, yeah. make sure you have it clear in your head 
why it is you want to work for this company yeah. and where you want to go in this company as well. Oh, brilliant. So, um, Omar, going to, um, going to you, you know, you've had a bit of a different, um, you would, wanted to go into teaching and doing the math side of it. So how did you um, find out about Network Rail and, and their graduate opportunities? So I used Ragcracker too. Okay. Um, I was actually applying for a few different companies. Right. Uh, and it just so happened to apply for Network Rail. It wasn't really my first choice okay. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but then going through the application process, I found it quite quite easy. It was a sort of longish process because yeah. we had to do a um, maths, numerical and verbal psychometric tests, yeah. and then the video interview and assessment centre. But um, as soon as I got to the assessment centre and I started learning about Network Rail, where they introduce what graduates do, mm-hmm. I found that really interesting. I thought, okay, this is where I want to be. Yeah. And um, luckily I got it. Um, the advice I give to people who are applying is just to be um, sort of do do your research about network rail and actually um, sort of if you've got a passion for the railways that's really good yeah because that that comes out in your video interview yeah and at the assessment centre well. so your your passion then you know did where how did you get your original passion for the the railway did was it something that you had when you were younger or just got an interest as you were wanting to be an engineer. Um, I didn't really have an interest uh, until I got onto the scheme. Right, um, okay. So it just came on. Um, but since I've got onto the scheme, mm-hmm. uh, well, since I've got the offer, actually, yeah, um, just loved every minute of it. Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, I think you don't necessarily have to be really passionate about it, mm-hmm. but it does help, help a lot. If, it, yeah. Yeah. if you do. Um, so, you know, where you're, where are you at now? Then in the in your current graduate scheme, how long have you been on it for? And so I've um, currently been on the graduate scheme for about 10 months. Right. So um, the graduate scheme is split over two years. And okay. you've got four six-month placements. Yeah. So the first six-month placement is familiarising yourself with the business mm-hmm. and what the business is about. The second placement normally for most graduates is maintenance. Yeah. Is that correct? And um, obviously I'm on the track discipline. Right. So I'm just looking after the track, so the actual track itself, okay. the mechanics of it. So have you specified an interest in that or would you move around after you've had your time on the tracks? So um, normally after the six months, mm-hmm. you specify what particular discipline you want to choose. Right. So there's four, there's four main disciplines, track, mm-hmm. signaling, um, sorry, S&T, um, EMP, EMP and civils right so you can choose which one obviously your background sort of determines what yeah, you will sure. do uh-huh. um, and then after the two years you generally have to apply for a job in the business right okay um internally right okay so you haven't gone through that process yet oh no, no that's no, some that's people do some people do apply for jobs earlier but oh, normally, do they? okay normally most people apply um around two years yeah. when the graduate scheme sort of ends. Do you feel like you're at a stage at the moment where no, where your interest lies or? To be honest, um, I really like maintenance. Right. So after the two years, I want to apply for a, um, a maintenance role. Right. And that would be a assistant um, track maintenance engineer. Okay. I won't go straight into an actual maintenance engineer. Mm-hmm. You obviously become an assistant first. And right. then you work your way up. Yeah, and did you think before you started that maintenance engineering would be something that you would be interested in? Oh, no, not at all. I thought I'd be in the office, mm-hmm. um, but I, I love being outside yeah. um, and just talking to people. Yeah. Uh, and that's what um, I enjoyed, and I found that out actually on the scheme itself and not before. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
Hamza, have you got a, a similar experience where you're at in your graduate program, or? Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm just much like uh, my graduate colleagues. Um, found out about. Uh, I, I always had a kind of an awareness of microbial beforehand, but I think um, one particular day was when it was like a university uh, careers fair. Yeah. Um, and I saw a network real stall there, so I asked them about information, and I think Grad Cracker was there as well, so uh -huh. I picked up a handbook uh -huh. and just started looking through, and then. Um, Got onto the page and uh, at Grad Cracker where Network Career was and just applied for it. Just thought, you know, let's, let's go for this. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, just much like my graduate colleagues, just went through the familiarization period the first six months. Yeah. Now, into my maintenance period, I've selected, you know, uh, electrical implant as my discipline. Right. Although I'm a mechanical engineer. That's um, quite a switch. Yeah. So, what yeah. made you do that? I thought it'd be nice to learn more about um, the electrical aspects. Just yeah. generally, it's good. Mm -hmm. um, you know, having studied mechanical engineering, I have touch upon, touched upon the electrical. Um, world yeah. so to speak um, but I thought I'd just broaden my knowledge mm -hmm. um, and in my role I look up the mechanical aspects anyway like the tensioning systems yeah and the buffer stops the more, the more knowledge you get exactly. the more experience you get exactly. the, you know, the better it's yeah. going to be so that's great that you've got that yeah. attitude